Alrighty. Hello and welcome <laughs> to the very first episode of our podcast. My name is Rayla. My name is Katie. And this is All Mom, No Pros. We are real moms talking about real relationships, real life shit. Um, just in the beginning, explicit content because we are trash mouths and can't change that. Sorry. Yeah. And we get graphic, so um, we're going to be talking about our, you know, origin stories as far as how we became moms, um, our birthing stories, uh, just, I mean, pretty mom-geared, but I mean, we're also going to be talking about our, you know, relationships and co-parenting and friendships and adulting and just how things have changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Things have changed. A lot. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> Katie and I um, have known each other for about 15 years, mm-hmm. and we met when we were in the bar industry. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, I was 19, and I just started working there, and I don't know if you had already worked there at that point. I or... hadn't. Um, you were working in the industry, and I was drinking in the industry. Yes. And I, yes, had, yes, yes. I hadn't gotten to the point where I was working. It was, it was like, maybe two years later. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so met her as a um, customer, and then just totally blew up after that because she's fucking awesome. And... I wooed her. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so clearly we just like hit it off and we've mm-hmm. been friends ever since and yeah. we've gone through lots of ups and downs and lots of, uh, crazy life experiences and yes, we would like to share that in hopes that, you know, other, other people out there, other moms out there, you know, can relate, you know, and know mm-hmm. that you're not the only ones that deal with these kinds of things. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's hard to, in today's day, get on social media and, you know, see your friends or, you know, influencers or whoever it may be, and they have this perfect family and perfect house, and it's always clean, and their kids are always perfectly dressed, and the hair is always done, and um, that's not real. No. It's not, and uh, so this is a place where you can feel at home. Absolutely. So. Um. And then, of course, you know, we are just starting out, so um, we are going to be eventually working up to, you know, like, better equipment and all of that, um, so if it sounds a little rough right now, shut up. We did the best we can with what we got, so everybody's got to start somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> Give us a break. We're working on it. And, yeah, we were just, like, tired of, like, shit holding us back from, like, doing something that we wanted to do. Yeah. It's also a great break from life to be able to get together and tell our stories and have a good time. Um, we tend to laugh quite a bit. So, we do. Um, yes. So it's something that, uh, you know, you're having a bad day and you get to come over and you get to see your friend's face and she makes you smile and it can really just perk you up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can perk up your day too. Yay. Because we talk about some ridiculous shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. So, origin story. Origin stories. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, I've got one. I got a little girl. Uh, she's seven years old. Um, and we have been, you know, just going through all the mom stuff and everything else. And it's been a roller coaster up and down. I uh, got pregnant 
whenever I was 31 and here I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have two daughters, uh, 14 and seven. I definitely had to tap out after that. I couldn't risk having another girl. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. lot of estrogen. Yeah. 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 And two lives is a lot to worry about anyway. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. So two girls, <laughs> um, <clears throat> had my first one when I was 20. Um, my first partner we had met when I was, um, a senior in high school and, uh, we were in our relationship for about two and a half years before we made a decision to go ahead and move forward with a new life, even though we could barely afford our own lives. <laughs> I just think that, you know, you don't, you get excited about things and then, you know, like you, you're still in that, you know, good space in your relationship. And then, yeah, you don't think about like, oh shit, well, can I really afford this? <laughs> but you go for it and we went for it. And I'll go ahead and check that box. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and didn't take much effort that long that uh i definitely got pregnant and then um we were together for a, about a year after she was born and then wasn't working out so um we separated and you know that was a whole thing in and of itself you yeah, know like we'll, we'll dive into that some other time but um so moved on met my ex-husband <laughs> so i can already say that yes i have two baby daddies <clears throat> met my ex-husband um kind of moved through that relationship really quickly um a little bit yeah so <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> i know hey i moved quickly in mine it just stuck it just stuck yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah i was kind of like all over the place with dudes you know just being very candid here you know like i you know I have fun. Okay. I remember those days. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I met my husband and we knew each other for about maybe six months before we actually got married and, um, things were okay in the beginning. And then I just felt like it was not going to work. We were fighting a lot and it just wasn't working. And so I ended up leaving and I was only gone for like a month and a half. And then we came back trying to work it out and, wasn't very long after that, you know, that I was pregnant with baby number two. So wasn't really expecting that, you yeah. know, but that also kind of solidified, you know, like, okay, so I guess we're going to be uh, sticking this out a little bit longer than I had anticipated. Yeah. So <clears throat> that was, uh, that was baby number two. Yeah. See, so, um, I didn't touch base on baby daddy. Uh, I just have the one. Yeah. We're still together. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I met him whenever I was 19 and we started dating shortly thereafter. <laughs> Tumble of the phone. Totally fine. Totally um, fine. we started dating shortly thereafter. Uh, and by that time I was just about to turn 20. So we've been together for 18 years and we got married when I was 31. <laughs> and so we waited but I was just not ready. Like I yeah. wasn't like, Hey, yeah, no, let's do this thing. And I was like, Hey, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> just no. Uh, he wanted, he wanted to get married and have kids by the time I was like 23, 22. I was like, nah, homie. Like I, and I just, I was selfish. Like I was still in college. I was like, I don't, I mean, I don't even know how to cook. 
Like I could make mac and cheese out of a box. Like that was the best I could do, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, so, but either way. But you knew that about yourself. But I knew so that that's about myself. why you didn't Yeah, make like kids are scary, yeah. right? You know? And I mean, I'm the youngest of four, but I, so I've also never been around kids. Hmm. So, I mean, the first diaper I changed was my daughter's at 31. Like I had never really been around babies. And when my nephew was born, who's obviously, he's 14. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, he's 16. Wow, I can't just said that. He's 16, and uh, I, I didn't hold him until he was like six months old because I was afraid his head was going to fall off. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about babies. Yeah. So they scared me. So it was like, no, I just, that's where I was at. And, um, but, you know, they, when <clears> they do say uh, it's different when it's yours, man, that really does, that really is true. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was scared of my daughter, but she was super tiny. Yeah. Um, but I was just, I was scared to do something wrong, but it didn't stop me from, trying and you know yeah. adapting or whatever yeah. but yeah it is definitely different whenever it's your own I mean you know when they're that little though I mean it's really easy to change diapers like with like one hand because yeah. you can kind of do it with one hand <laughs> um well yeah she was like fingertip to elbow like, yeah she's only she wasn't even 18 inches which yeah. is important so <laughs> she's so tiny she's tiny yeah she's still tiny but yeah. <clears throat> but yeah so that's you know that's how it progressed with us and we just have the one yeah. So we don't, uh, we're, we're done because she's special needs and we don't want the risk factor again. Yeah. Uh, cause it'll either, it could take away from the next kid or take away from the first kid. And there's just a lot of factors. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm okay with the one though. And cause that's totally fine. Yeah. Like I always wanted three boys I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> and then after I had her, I wanted another one. Like we did talk about it and yeah. then, uh, just opted to not and now mm. I'm just too old I feel that I'm too old it was hard at 31 yeah I mean at 38 I'm not I mean I'm in worse shape now than I was then it was hard for me at 20 you know like and I was 20 yeah but I mean you were like you were like 70 pounds soaking wet okay uh, that's a little bit sorry you were like 100 pounds soaking wet okay sorry <laughs> I didn't just made you sound like a like a Anorexic yeah, malnourished anorexic person. Uh, no, you were, yeah, I mean, you're a tiny person. It's like, that's like, you know, like, I'm not a tiny person. Yeah. So, but I mean, I didn't gain a whole lot of weight with well, her. That, but that's still, I mean, like, you're, you're little and it's yeah. like, that's a lot to, you don't have a whole lot of room. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Like, I got a lot more room than you do. Yeah. I think with both of them, I was just, I was uncomfortable throughout the whole process, you know, like, just how they move inside, you know, like yeah. it just, um, and I'm sure I am not the only one that has this reference, but it feels like alien, mm -hmm. you know, like you have this life form inside of your body and they are yes. living and moving and sucking all of the vitamins and nutrients and energy from your body. Playing with your kidney. Yes. All the time. Tickling your ribs. Oh, see, I never got that because the way she always was. <laughs> it was funny. Kira used to do that. Um, like whenever I would be sleeping. Cause I mean, I was always like, I had walls of pillows around me for mm -hmm. support, you know? So anytime that I was on my side and it was always at nighttime, I don't think it was any other time that I would like nap, but she would just kind of like run some sort of appendage across <laughs> my rib cage. And I'd just be like, Ooh, <laughs> okay. That's cool. That's great. <clears throat> yeah. I see. I didn't get that. So, uh, so Ryan was Frank's breach towards the end. Like when she got bigger, yeah. And so she was already so tiny, right? But so she was Frank's breech. So like all I got was like the back of her head and her spine. Yeah. And so when she would move, like you're getting like an elbow and stuff like that. And so <clears throat> I I didn't Okay, I do have a quick question for you. So did people always want to touch you? 
Yes. And did you let them? No, I okay. didn't like it. I hated it. I did not like that. It, it made me feel uncomfortable. Yes. I was already uncomfortable just being pregnant. Mm -hmm. But then, like, all of the cliche ideas about a woman being pregnant, like, just really made me feel out of my element. Yeah. Because, I'm sorry, when you come at me, I don't know who you are. Yes. And you got your hand out ready to touch me. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm not trying to be mean. I am not trying to be a bitch. I am telling you that, like, you're a stranger. And in any other scenarios, that would be inappropriate. So it's still inappropriate, I believe, right? Yes. And I didn't even like, I didn't like, the only person that could touch my belly, other than my doctors, was my husband. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And, you know, my, my stepmom, she, I let her. I waited until she started moving because she usually only moved at night. Mm -hmm. So when we were in Florida, it was like during the day and I'm like, Hey, Hey, hey come here. And she's like, Oh my God, you're going to let me feel. And I was like, yes. I was like, but come quick because she's going to stop soon because she doesn't <laughs> usually do this during the day. Yeah. Um, and then my mother-in-law, super sweet. She's very, very affectionate. Or she was very affectionate and that's just the type of family they are. Yeah. And I'm, I was raised by men. Yeah. Many men. We, yeah. They don't do that. Right. So, like, we don't, we don't, like, kiss each other. Like, this is weird. Yeah. Um, so, she wanted to talk to my belly. And I let her for a little while. And then I had to, I apologized profusely because it's her grandbaby, right? And I just, I was like, I, I can't. Like, yeah. Like, you're, like, you're, you're breathing on my belly. Like, I'm not even showing yet. And it's just, like, I just. This is awkward. Yeah. And, and I love that she was so in it. I just like, that's just not how my family is. And yeah. it was very, very hard for me to adjust to that. Yeah. And she was amazing though, because she did respect that yeah. after she never pushed afterwards, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. And I definitely appreciated it. I feel bad that maybe like they missed out on a few things, mm -hmm. but, um, I was just curious cause I've, I've been meaning to ask you that for a long time. I'm always curious yeah. how women feel cause some are all like, yes, touch my belly. And I'm like, ah, no, I was very, you know, like hands off, you know, yeah. like even my sister and you know, like my parents, you know, like they would, you know, they would ask, you know, I think they stopped asking after a while and it, they would just kind of like wait if I had offered. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I remember like one time, I, I think I was probably, yeah, I was pretty big at that point, but, um, I think it was my sister. No, no, no. It was my mom. She was like, honey, can I please just like, just touch your belly? And I was just like, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Go. Go, go, go. See, that's, that's <laughs> my stepmom. She was like, cause she never asked cause she knew. Yeah. She knows that I'm just, I, I have a, not a touchy feely I, person. I got a, I got a bubble. Yeah. I'm not a touchy feely person. Mm -hmm. And so when I told her, I was like, come on. Yeah. She's like, can I do that again later? And I was like, yes. I was like, I, but I will tell you though. Yeah. Like I'll tell you. And like, I, I sat in a chair like this. And so she just very gently and she's like, oh my God, I can feel her. And like, she was so excited. And it's yeah. so like, I don't want to take that away from anybody. Right. Um, of course, Jay, like he was allowed. I mean, that's, you know, you put yeah. it, you put it you there. You put it there. So <laughs> go ahead. It's your property. So too. yeah, you put it there. Okay. And, but yeah. And, but like I said, like she was like, he could, he could see, um, I, cause I couldn't lay with pillows like that, like the support and yeah. stuff. I can only lay on my back, which mm. I hate yeah. by the way, still. Um, uh, but my hips were, they hurt so bad that whenever I would lay on my side, my hips would go numb and they would start to hurt. That's not good. So, but I, but I would lay and I just have the sheet cause I was always hot. Mm -hmm. So there's no comforter yeah. and he could just see just like this <laughs> under the thing. And he was like, 
like the, when he first started realizing that the shoe, like he could see it, he was like, this is like all night. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> all night. And then I get to go, go to work in the morning with no sleep. And she's going to sleep all day. Yeah. So she can do it again tomorrow yeah. night. <laughs> she just ran a marathon in my stomach. Uh, every night. Right. Which is very much like how she is now. So. Um, so with Kira, I was about 38 weeks and it was getting really hard for me to move. And it was painful. And I remember going to my doctor and, you know, like expressing my feelings about this and, he said, all right, well, you know, you're pretty much far along enough, you know, like we can go ahead and, you know, just go ahead and induce you and, you know, get her out. And I'm just like, um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, I didn't even realize that you could do that. What the hell did you say to me? Yeah, exactly. So he's like, yeah, we'll get it scheduled and, you know, like, we'll, we'll see you on Tuesday. And I'm just like, oh, what? so that was kind of, um, that kind of took me back a little bit. And I was yeah. just like, uh, okay, so I. I don't know, maybe it was a cry out. So I was like, okay, in four days, five days, I'm going to have a child here. Holy shit. So. Such a surreal feeling. I know, I know. Um, I was excited, but I was scared. And I remember, like, right after that appointment, me and my mom, we went to go, like, shopping for everything. And um, I remember the, the day of, you know, they tell you to, you know, just be on standby. We're going to call you when we need you to come in and check in and all that kind of stuff. So it wasn't until like later in the evening, probably like closer to eight o'clock that I finally got the call and we went over there, got checked in and they started the whole process. So late. It was, it was very late. Yeah. But it was fine. Well, what really sucked is that I couldn't eat, you know, because they were like, we don't know how this is going to go. So you just need to like, after, I think it was like noon, they are like, don't. I think there's something cruel about telling a pregnant woman not to eat. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so they started the whole process, which, you know, like when they induce you, like first they kind of like clean you out. So, um, you know. I think that was the first time I ever got, you know, like a pro grade enema, you know, like I literally everything came out and, um, then they inserted the thingy to start the contractions and all of that. And that was, so what, how does that work? What is for the thingy? What do you mean? The thingy? Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know. I didn't ever. I've never... <laughs> so like, it kind of reminded me of like what a tampon looks like, but it has like the medicine in it that like starts your contractions. Okay. That, okay. Yeah. It was like, like they hook you up to a machine. Like I didn't well, I mean, think... yeah. Well, Lots yeah, of machines, but, but yeah, I meant like, no, I get it. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I just hadn't heard it phrased that way. They, and I was they like, inserted me with things, and then the process started. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I was just <laughs> they put things in me, and then it started. They violated me over and over again, yes. and then said, "Hey, yeah, let's do this." Now, I I was just curious. So I really don't. I know. slowly started getting contractions, and then it started getting like more intense. And then my partner at the time um, was not as there for me as I would have liked him to be, but he was exhausted and he was trying to sleep and, you know, like, I'm just like laying there. I'm trying to rest too. You know, I mean, like the only thing I can do is just like lay here and like, let this shit happen and progress, you know, I mean, going into labor. So, um, it was after about like, no, they gave me some drugs for the contractions. Cause I was bitching about that. I was like, that hurts. 
what do we do about this? <laughs> so they gave me some drugs and I felt pretty nice after that. I remember yeah. like laying there looking at the monitor and seeing these like beast contractions going on and I'm just like, I don't feel that. <laughs> I, I, I luckily didn't have to go through that. I, yeah, it was, it was crazy. But then they were like, okay, so it's been this long. You're only like two centimeters dilated. Let's just go in and get her. And I was like, holy shit. So that was the first time I had ever had surgery. And what really blew me about that whole experience is that they were just having, like, all these surgeons and nurses, they were just having casual conversation while they're, like, doing this whole process of taking my baby out of my body. (laughs) Okay? They were talking about, like, the hurricane that was coming, which I think was uh, Rita. Okay. Yeah. And then... um, The one that didn't do anything. (laughs) The one that did not do anything. Well, here. Here. Sorry, here. Sorry, yes, let's clarify that. Yeah. We're in Houston. I apologize for so, the people that it did stuff too. It just didn't do anything in Houston. That is correct, yeah. Um, but during that whole process, I remember, like, I was really shaky from the drugs. And, I mean, obviously, I wasn't, you know, communicating. I wasn't talking very much. But they were trying to remember, like, the name of the hurricane that it hit, like, before that. And I remember just kind of, like, turning my head over and I was like, Rita. Or Katrina. <laughs> I was like, Katrina. And they were like, oh, yeah. But, I mean, like, that just, like, blew my mind that they were just talking about. Did they count all the supplies? That's what I remember. I remember they counted everything. Oh. And then yeah. after they were after they were done, they counted everything again to make sure they didn't leave anything inside. Oh. I'm sure, I, I'm sure they did that. Because I, I remember thinking, that's a lot of supplies. I think it was, like, 97 or something. Like, that's a lot of supplies. And then when they counted again, I was like, 97. I'm like, okay, yay. <laughs> Sorry, side note. Yeah, I don't think I was even like... That's all I remember them talking about, was the yeah. counting the stuff. I was pretty terrified, so... After, you know, that whole process and, you know, getting put in recovery and getting into my room and everything like that and finally getting to see her and hold mm. her, like, that was just amazing. Like, you just kind of couldn't even stop staring at her. Yes. You know, like, it just... Yeah, it, it was pretty awesome. And the, the rest of my stay was actually pretty decent, you know. Um, I had a nice room. Like, the nurses were great, you know. Drugs, you know. I was, uh, I was feeling pretty great. <laughs> I was feeling pretty great. And then it was time to go home, you know. Yeah. So, um, with Sadie, though, um, I actually went into labor. We had a succession planned, but I went into labor because I made a bunch of crawfish that day. <laughs> and apparently that can, that can do it. Yes, and that can induce labor. That can, that can spicy foods. Yeah, spicy foods. Yes, I definitely did that yesterday. Um, but I remember it was like towards the end of the night, we had a bunch of people over that day, you know, had a crawfish boil, and then it was like 11 something, and I went to go pee, and I stopped peeing, but then I didn't stop peeing. <laughs> so I was like, what is going on? So I called my mom, and she was like, yeah, you're probably, your water probably broke. And I was like, oh, is that what that is? Okay, great. So then I started really feeling the contraction. So I I got Emerson up and we went to the hospital, grabbed Kira, and checking in like was okay. Can you fill in that? Can you fill it out? Can you get me in now? Because like this hurts. <laughs> I'm so, in pain. Yeah. But um, I had to go through that alone because Kira, um, because I was sharing a room with somebody else, they couldn't allow like another child. God, to that's be in such there, crap. They didn't want it to. Yeah, I was not at a great hospital. I, I understand the reasoning, but I would have lost my mind 
if I had if I had to be there alone. But I also didn't have a ch- another child to yeah. worry about. So, um, so then my OB wasn't even in town whenever I went into labor. Of Naturally, course, you know, like imagine that. And so the her substitute came in and introduced herself, and I think she maybe just got her name out. And I was like, so I have these papers that say you need to do this whole thing where. Um, you tie my tubes and I can't have any more kids while you're in there. Make sure you do that pain. Great. And then I think like the surgery and everything was fine, but you know, the recovery and the time in the hospital after that was miserable. I was starving. There was somebody in my room every like five, ten minutes. I couldn't sleep. I was so exhausted. Um, but I was very determined to breastfeed, so she was with me the whole time and um it definitely could have been a better hospital experience for sure. Yeah. It was not great. Yeah. Mine, mine was very different. Mine was, but my story is different than both of yours. Uh, I mean, ended in a C-section. So we got that in common. Um, So I was 37 weeks in one day. We had the C-section scheduled and it was for, uh, it was for two weeks from that appointment. So it was just a typical appointment. We go in, I have the first appointment of the day. I have the ultrasound and so she's still in Frank's breach. So that's definitely why we know we're doing the C-section after the ultrasound, we go into the doctor's office. And so she comes in and so she's sitting there and she made a couple of statements. She's like, okay, well, she's not really putting on weight. I'm a little concerned about the umbilical cords wrapped around her neck twice. And so she's sitting there, she's looking at the scans and she's taking a little minute. So I look over Jay and I'm like, I'm so hungry because we were planning on going to breakfast because he was off that day and I was off that day. So we were going to go to breakfast after the doctor's appointment. As soon as I said that, she, doctor, perked up. And she's like, you haven't eaten today? I'm like, at this point, it's like 8.30, 9 o'clock, whatever. And I was like, no. And she's like, oh, you just made my day. And I was like, are you making me take that damn gestational diabetes test again? I don't have it. Okay? I don't have it. The baby's coming in two weeks. Like, what? She's like, no, you're, we're having a baby today. Jay and I both, wait, I'm sorry, what? Like, we both just stopped. Yeah. And we're like, No. Like, no, we're not ready. Like, the room has still got crap all over it. Like, I don't have a bag. Like, I mean, I I got to go to work tomorrow. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me and my dumbass. And uh, I was like, I got to work. And he was actually on, he was just getting off his short-term disability because he had shingles. Mm. He was supposed to return from disability the next day. Yeah. So, like, because checking in, like, he had to check, like, he had to just drop me off. So, like, she tells us this and she's like, okay, I need you to be at the hospital in, in an hour. What? I have an hour. I just, what? So like we ran to my office cause I had to shut my, all my, my computer stuff down and let them know. And my boss was like, uh, no, I still have you for two more weeks. Like I'm not ready for you to be gone. And so I got some of my personal stuff. We went to the house and, uh, we grabbed the only thing, the only thing I could think to take was my teddy bear. It's okay. For all you people out there, it's, I've had this teddy bear since I was a baby and it is the only stuffed animal that I brought with me when I moved out. I, well, one of two. And yes, it's, it's got, it doesn't even have a name. It's just my teddy bear. <laughs> so like, that's the only thing I could think to take. Like, I didn't know what to do. So, uh, we get, we get everything together. We go up to the hospital. Well, he has to, so he's got to drop off the paperwork at the doctor's office. Like he has to do all of that. And he's like, Oh my God. So he drops me off and like is running around trying to get all this stuff done. And like, I have to go through triage by myself. And like, at this point, obviously I had called my parents and they were like, we're on our way. I'm like, ah, I'm not going in for like two hours. And like, they show up. And so like, my sister is there. Her daughter is there. My stepmom is there. And I'm like, 
where is my husband? And like, yeah. I have no service in the, in the hospital. So I'm like, I'm trying to call him. He can't get like, so he finally shows up and then we go in the hospital, we go in the room and the, it went pretty well. Uh, you know, there's no real, there's no complications or anything. It didn't take her very long. I was in and out in like half an hour. Um, she was very little. She was four pounds, 10 ounces. And I remember thinking, why is she so small? Cause I guess that she was about five pounds, two ounces. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's like, you know, a gigantic difference. Cause oh, yeah. I was very woozy. Um, couldn't feel anything, you know, from like the chest down. And, uh, and then I, I started crying cause I was like, why isn't she crying? But when they, the doctor kept saying, call it for time of birth. Well, Jay was thinking, oh my God, time of death. Right. And so he's like, call it, call what? It's like, I'm freaking out, not verbally, because I can barely talk, because I'm, right. so, I'm so out of it. Yeah, just so, just internally. But, and then, so, but he does watch, he watches the doctor take her out, and then everything's fine. And they go over, they clean her up, and he goes over, and he picks her up, and he brings her over to me. And, like, he's in all his scrubs and his hairnet, and I got my hairnet, and the Ryan's all, like, bundled up. And, like, they took a picture. And so we, our first little family photo is like, I got this huge sheet right here. I actually didn't look like shit. I was very excited because like in all the pictures prior, like I looked like a whale and I didn't like my face looked all like whatever. I don't know if it was the drugs or because I was laying back. It's like all my face like was like the wrinkles were like flattening out or something. I don't know. So, <laughs> but anyway, so it was, it was great. And then like, so they took us to recovery and that was the shortest hour of my life. Or two hours. I think it was two hours in recovery. It was the shortest two hours. Because I just sat there and I held her for two hours. And my whole family, they waited. But they were like, wait, we can't see her. They're like, we have to take her straight to recovery. So I got to, like, they wheeled me by them. And they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And they all waited. And, like, they had to go back to work and stuff. But, yeah, I uh, it was the shortest two hours. I just looked at her. And, like, you know, and Jay just, he was dying. He was like, I want to hold her, I want to hold her, I want to hold her. And uh, at one point, I was like, okay. Can't pull my arm, like hold her. Like I can't because <laughs> I like I can't feel anything from my chest down, and like this is like not exactly easy. So, but the nurse sat there right with us the whole time, and then we got to the room. Everybody came in, and uh, the hospital was great. The nurses were wonderful. I was sad to leave. I had a great room. It was huge. It had this nice like fold-out couch for him to sleep on, and he didn't sleep for like two days, and then I didn't sleep for two days. They actually threatened to take Ryan. And take her to the nursery. They're like, if, they're like, if you don't, if you don't sleep, like we will put you out. Yeah. She's like, we'll, we'll, we'll give you something to make you sleep if you don't sleep. And a lot of it was a lot of it was adrenaline. A lot of it was, I was hungry. I don't sleep whenever I'm hungry because uh, I tend to sleep eat. Yeah. Like sleepwalk and then I eat. But it was the airbags around my legs. Yeah. Every time I felt like I was about to doze off because they would go off about every twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have people coming in my room constantly. I didn't have that. Like they'd come push on my stomach, which I wanted to punch them every time, but I knew why it just, it hurt so bad. Um, but they were, they were great. It was just the constant, like they just, the airbag things would go off and it would jolt me awake. And then it was over. Like, and I just couldn't. And so when, once those finally came off and they took the catheter out, like I was finally able to go to sleep. Um, why I, Jay fell asleep finally and um it was time for Brian needed a diaper change and I could, was barely getting out of bed at the point and I, I threw all of my pillows at him to get him up and he slept through all of it he was so exhausted the guy had done everything going back and forth to the house and the dogs and so I got up and I changed my first diaper by myself he's still bummed that he missed that he's like I missed the first time you've ever changed a diaper I'm like I'm actually glad you weren't watching because like, what if I would have fucked up like I, 
I was very self-conscious about that. So, um, but I was more mad though that, cause like getting out of bed didn't hurt getting back in bed is what was really extremely painful for yeah. me. So I had, to, I had to get out of, I had to go to my pillows anyway. <laughs> so I had, like, I, I went and grabbed all my pillows and like I changed her diaper and then like I got back into bed. I swear to God, he woke up like 20 minutes later and I'm like, but I mean the poor guy I mean he needed yeah. it he was fucking exhausted he was doing it because I couldn't get out of bed so he had to do everything every feeding everything so I I was very lucky to have that kind of support system um I think the universe <laughs> I think the universe knew this bitch doesn't know what she's doing like we're gonna have to give her some help in the beginning Reinforcements. she she needs some reinforcements a little bit of confidence booster she'll be okay but we're gonna have to help her out a little bit so yeah I think that that's probably that <laughs> um, I think like getting home after um having each of them was also very different. Mm. Um, I had, I mean, my my parents and everything. I mean, they were there both times, but um, I feel like I uh I bounced back a little bit better, you know, like with my first one. Mm -hmm. Um, they were even mentioning that like it was rare to see a woman that had just had surgery get up, you know, like the same day and like go to the bathroom on her own, you know, I'm like, well, it was my first one. So I had to go. Yeah. Um, Two days for me, but they wouldn't but let did, me, you know? So, um, but then like coming home, um, I think it was nice because I mean, we, we had everything, you know, like ready in the apartment and, um, and she was, you know, asleep. So she slept for a couple hours, like when we first got there. So we were just kind of, you know, like relaxing and stuff. And then, um, yeah, like, I feel like it was a nice ease into everything. Well, that's nice. That's yeah. always, it's always nice. Yeah. I think it was a nice ease into everything. Um, but the challenge that I feel like was our first big challenge is that it was, Two weeks later, then um, Hurricane, uh, what's it called? Ike. Ike oh, came through. yeah. And that fucked our shit up a little bit. And, I bet. Um, yeah, we were like without power for a week. I remember like that night that it was coming in, I remember sitting there on the couch and we were watching TV and we were about to eat dinner and then all the power went out. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And so, like, that night was really rough because the storm was crazy. We were mm -hmm. on the third floor apartment, this huge tree on the outside of, like, right next to our patio. So, I mean, it was going against the window. It was, it was insane. Nerve-wracking, I yeah, bet. Oh, my was. God. And, you know, I was trying my best to, be to breastfeed, mm -hmm. but then I was also, like, supplementing a lot because I was just so... And, it's like, exhausting. The, the storm would not let me sleep. I mean, like, yeah. Ricky and Kira had no problem sleeping. Well, well, of course. Yeah, of course. But um, I definitely had some issues. Um, but anyway, we were, like, without power for, like, a week. And then, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so we went over my parents' lot. And they, they had power. But, um. I think we were only out for, like, two or three days. Coming home from, um, Sadie's birth. So that was really rough. I feel like I was in a lot more pain than I was the first time around. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember getting home and, you know, like, I just wanted to, like, shower and sleep. Oh, I wanted to shower so bad. But Ugh. it was really painful and it was very challenging for me. Um, I, I, I did what I could, you know. Um, 
I don't even think that, like, I couldn't even, like, reach above my head to, like... Oh, my God. Because, I mean, like, stretching yeah. that, it was just, no. Yeah, yeah, see, I mean, mine was bad, but I don't, mine was not that bad. Yeah. Like, I, on the grand scale of it, like, I know that, like, everybody's, like, C-sections are, like, extremely painful. Like, I was okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, yes, it was, it was painful, but it... I was okay. Like yeah. I, I had hard I times, but maybe scar tissues. I mean, sometimes that's a lot of times scar thinking. tissue is painful. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's probably why it was, you know, like worse the second time around. But I remember, like, I was able to get into bed for a nap, and then because everybody knew I was like adamant about breastfeeding, mm-hmm. it was maybe like an hour, and then my mom came. And then, like, oh my god! Remember, like, my boobs—they were so open, oh, so bad. So that actually hurt more than my C-section at times. Yes. Like I, like I just laid there and cried. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, ice packs, heating pads, like I did everything, yeah. and oh god, like they were like just rock hard. Oh god, yes. I was like thinking about rock it, hard. going back on it, like thinking about it, like I'm like, oh my god. The, you know, no, I don't, no, I don't want to have another kid because I really don't want to go through that. It's like having rock yes, it, they, they were, and like everything you did, like every time you moved any part of your arm, like everything, and oh God, if somebody tried to touch him, oh my God. Yeah. And he's like, you have to massage him out. I'm like, I will kill you. Yeah. So like, yeah, I was advising you like, get in the hot shower, you know, try to like express it yourself, you mm-hmm. know, and all of that. I mean, yeah, that, that, that works in, in some instances you know yeah. but sometimes I feel like if you like miss a certain point like the second time around, I'm sorry girls yeah like <sighs> the second time around though I had an electric pump which I didn't have the first time mm-hmm. which I think would have like really helped me but didn't I give you mine no not the first time no no I mean the second time what did uh, I give it to I gave it to somebody no because you were no you no, were past yeah Never mind. Sorry. Side. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, so I remember finally like getting hooked up to that machine and it finally like working. And I remember like it was such a lifesaver. Like, cause I finally felt like the pressure release in my yeah. breast. I was like, it didn't work on me. It didn't. I tried. I tried so hard. Like I tried pumping at the hospital. I tried pumping at home and like, I got nothing. Like I didn't get enough for her to get like, I mean, there was like a little bit of it, a little bit. And like, it just, I wasn't producing. It was there. It just wasn't happening. I mean, now if she started crying, cried lactate from across the room, I'm like, really? Really? You couldn't have done that like 10 minutes ago? Right. Um, She never did latch. We tried the nipple shields and guards and all that other kind of stuff. They had different holds, singing, everything. And she just never latched, but she had a very hard time with the bottle. Come to find out, there was an entire reason for that other than the lactation lactation consultants calling me a failure. So, but we gave, I gave up on that uh, a couple of days after we got home because it just wasn't working. And I, it it was to the point where I just felt awkward and uncomfortable doing it. I didn't feel like emotionally comfortable even trying anymore because it wasn't working. So then now it's just getting to the point where I'm like, this is just now feels inappropriate. I, I know that sounds really weird. I, I know I can't be the only one, but it did. It just felt no, inappropriate at that point. That's how I felt eventually with um, Kira because I was doing it not as often as I was giving her like the bottle. Mm-hmm. It 
did start feeling a little bit more awkward, you know, just because it wasn't right with me. Yeah. I didn't see it as like, oh, you're and I didn't feel, I didn't feel that way. No, I didn't feel that. And the only reason why I wanted to do it from the beginning, and there was a push, there was a push from Jay about it. Right. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's, it's more important. It's better. It's healthier. And the whole time I'm like, I don't want to do it. Like I, like I, when I was pregnant, I was like, I don't want to do it, but, but he is right. Yeah. If you can, yeah. it is good. And especially because of her size, yeah. especially cause she was, you know, I mean, she wasn't preemie, but she was preemie size. So it would have been good for her. But we had her on the high calorie formula instead, and it—I mean—it would take forever to feed her with the, the just a regular bottle because it—that was just as hard as her trying to get her to latch. It turned that she had super bad reflux, so that was the whole reason why it was so hard to feed her and why should we couldn't get her to latch. It was because of the chromosome thing. So, stepping on that, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was stepping on something and I didn't know what it was. It was a twist tie. <laughs> I was like, okay, something's on my foot. <laughs> like, your house is clean. I know it's not like an animal or like a bug or something, but um, not that I have bugs in my house. I didn't mean like that. Um, but either way, so, it, but like, I really wanted to, I did. I really wanted to breastfeed and I just, it wouldn't. And like, I tried the pumping and I it just, yeah. I, and I, I had glue on my incision. My incision was extremely straight. It was like, everybody was like, oh my God, it looks so great. They're like, we can't get it wet for like at least like seven to ten days. Yeah. I want a shower. Like, well, you can get the tub. I can't. Well, not. So I had a little bit of water. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So now I'm cold. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, okay, this covers like half, like, you know, half up my leg and I can't yeah. get, you know, so uh, that's, uh, I couldn't. Uh, and then, of course, you know, he wouldn't let me get out of the tub or get in the tub by myself. So, um, but yeah, I, that was, I did end up breastfeeding, uh, Sadie. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so awesome. And I actually did have a lot of those moments with her where, you know, we would be like laying there and she's just, you know, like going to town and I'm just, you know, like I, when I found sleep eating. Mm-hmm. You know, like that position, but that was a lifesaver. Oh my god! Because like, oh, I can actually just like lay on my side and have you face me and just have you, you know, like eat, and I can just lay here and fall asleep, and you can just continue eating. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You know, so um, but yeah, that would have been cool. Were some there were some special moments, but I don't know. I also feel like I got very like. I don't know. I feel like it's different the second time around because a lot of the things like you you don't sweat over anymore. You're just like, okay, yeah, that's fine, you know. Or like, okay, well, I know this is gonna happen, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know. But then also, I waited seven years to have another baby, so it's like I started all over again. Yeah. And I forgot. Not not that I forget, you know, but just having to go through. Yeah, the very beginning stages. I mean, honestly, I think the first three months are pretty, like, chill and pretty easy. Yes. Because they sleep a lot. They sleep and all, all the time. Food. Yes. Like, literally their life. Yeah. Literally their life. Yeah. And you can get things done, too. But Yeah, and see, and she was great. She started sleeping through the night about that time. Yeah. And so, like, I was like, all right, you know, bet. Like, this is great. Yeah. And then, like, I remember there was one, like, when she first started getting, like, really active, 
And I was like, and I'm still not sleeping. And I, cause I had a little bit of postpartum. Um, and I just going to sound terrible. So we had vaccines that day, like shots and stuff. And so we, she's like six months old. We took her up there and when we got back, like she just slept the whole day and they didn't tell me that was normal, which shame on you doctor's office. Cause I thought my kid was dying or something. So naturally, uh, Hey Terry, stepmom. Yeah. She's like, Oh no, that's completely normal. I'm like, okay. Hey, I'm going to go to sleep. You gonna you you got the dishes and stuff and I just went and I, I slept. It was yeah. like I was I had never been so excited for the kid to sleep all yeah. day because I and she slept all night. Yeah. And I had the doctors or like nurse or whoever at the hospital tell me like, okay, well you know if they've been asleep for like four hours, you need to wake them up to feed them. And I'm just like, yeah. I was told the same <laughs> thing, and they told me every three hours. I'm like every six. Um, and like my mom was like, they're not going to starve themselves. Clearly they're children, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're babies. They're, they're yeah. they have that natural instinct, you know, they will wake up whenever they are ready and hungry. Yeah. And so she was just like, and I was just like, fuck yeah, I'm going <laughs> to listen to that. I like that advice. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Yeah. yeah so, but I mean, if it started getting like on the borderline of like six, seven hours, I'm like, I See, and that's what she did. Like she'd eat and go to back to sleep and then yeah. eat and go back to sleep. And the only thing, it, I mean, it was, it was every three hours. Like there was an alarm on my phone and you know, and then so like after maternity leave was over and then I had to go back to work, like I'm still doing it. And like, I got, I got so tired. Like I just stopped functioning. Like I just, yeah. I was just done. And I finally, I had to ask, I had to ask you, I was like, I need help. Like, I can't, I can't. And he like, he didn't, he just didn't know. He didn't know that it was getting so bad because my entire, like every single night, like when I was on maternity leave, it wasn't that bad because, and they say like, oh, sleep when she sleeps. I'm like, that's great, but it's only for three hours. And like, I don't, like, I have to get stuff done and I have to wash bottles and I have to do this. And it's like, I have to clean and like, you know, take a shower or whatever. Um, So I just, I, I hated that. But I, we did, I got to a point where I told him, I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this every three hours anymore. I was I like, she'll wake up and cry. <laughs> it's funny, like, as moms that, like, especially in the beginning where they do nap a lot, mm-hmm. that a lot of the times we know that we should take that opportunity to nap, but then we also take that opportunity not only to do, you know, things that need to be done around the house, but then we like watch Netflix or scroll on. Oh, I did know, that a lot. Yeah. Because like, I was like, you know, I can't do this whenever she's wearing You know, like, I'm just, I can't. Like, I, you know. I didn't do. You have to pay attention to the baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, it's. I agree. There are plenty of times, and then of course there's like whenever they get to that age and they start watching like, like I don't know. So we didn't watch like Blues Clues. We watched uh, like um, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we watched a lot of that, and then like I, I this happened all the time. And Octonauts, all the time. He would walk in. I have her. She's no longer watching it because she's asleep. And I'm still watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. And he was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I want to know what the Mystery Mouse Patrol is. <laughs> <laughs> or like, if you've seen Octonauts, which I love, uh-huh. I was like, they do the creature report at the end. I was like, I've watched this entire episode with this cartoon creature. Well, I want to see what it actually looks like. I want to see the creature report at the end. He was like, oh my God. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I'm invested now. And then I would watch the next episode too. <laughs> I did that a lot with um, 
Oh my god, we love Little Einsteins. Yeah, Little Einsteins, and then... Um, we still sing that song when we get in the car. Man, there was like a trap version of that song. It was pretty cool. It was, no, it was good. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, like, So she doesn't still watch Little Einsteins, but she likes the song. And like, we still do the pat, 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 or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, but every time we get in the car, we're going somewhere. I'm like, we're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. And like, like we start singing the whole thing. And then she's like, again, again, in the back seat, like signing again. And uh, so she does it. But right now, her favorite thing, just a quick side note, uh, classic rock. Hey. Yeah. Loves classic rock. Uh, I, oh, yeah. She loves it. Uh, we Will Rock You by Queen. Um, I Have the Tiger. She will run up to you within the first three notes of that song and say, I have the Tiger. Uh, she knows it. And then um, she also likes Believer by Imagine Dragons uh, and uh, Bodies by Drowning Pool. Those are her four favorite songs. Nice. Yeah, and she, like, she does her headstands to Bodies and, like, she shakes, like, she shakes like she's headbanging upside down. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, but either way, yeah, we, but we used to sit there and watch, like, little Einsteins and, like, I would just zone out. It was, it's oddly relaxing. Like, I yeah. miss her watching that stuff. Because now oh, the yeah. stuff she watches, I'm like, this is stupid. Trash. Yeah, like Pup Academy. Like, it's cute or whatever. But I'm like, this is not nearly as relaxing. Yeah, yeah they, like, they both do. But then again, you know, like, I think about the kind of cartoons that we were watching growing up. and Touche. They were, <laughs> okay, one, not any more educational, you know? Mm, like, no. There were educational shows. Not that, very many. Uh, no, not very many, but I do remember watching those too. Mm -hmm. um, like Reading Rainbow. I loved Reading Rainbow. Mr. I liked Rogers. I, Mr. Rogers. I watched Mr. Wizard. It came on at like four o'clock in the morning. I had my dad wake me up every morning at four so I could watch Mr. Wizard. Uh, but most of the shows I watched were, you know, like Care Bears or uh, Ren and Stimpy, mm -hmm. Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock was badass. Um, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, the stuff that I watched was no better. I mean, at least everything that they watch now is like somewhat educational or teaches like lessons and stuff. Like, but then they also have like uh, so I remember shows like sitcoms like uh, Full House, yeah, and all of that. But I feel like a lot of the like Disney sitcoms that they have now geared towards children, it's like one, where the fuck are these parents? Yeah, two, why are these kids running everything? And three, like just what the fuck. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I'm like, okay, this is so far from reality. It's no wonder that so many kids think that, that they just run the show because that's what they do in the TV shows. Like, yeah. it was all about the parents. Like, family matters, right? Like, I grew yeah. up, family matters. It was like, don't, huh, I'm sorry, did you just piss off your dad? Like, he's yeah. going to kill you. Like, yeah. that's what we learned. Don't piss off your parents. And then, um, so, like, I like those shows. Like, And, like, Bluey. Like, I think Bluey is a, is a pretty good show, right? Yeah. It's got good lessons. It's funny. I will say it makes me feel like a shit parent half the time. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, everything they do, I mean, they never, like, I'm too tired to play. Right. Like, I mean, and they're, like, I, now, I know it's a cartoon and I know it's a dog. That but... cartoon, Simon, I think it is, they're British and they're rabbits. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's Simon, and then he has a little brother, mm -hmm. and um, they do, like, little, like, like lessons, you know, like, mm -hmm. being nice to each other and sharing and all that kind of stuff. But I did notice um, a few times in that show that the parents were like, 
no, we can't do this right now. Like we're we're busy doing this. You know, like you need to go play with your brother. Yeah. Okay, you know, like yes, I will. I will play with you and I will entertain you, but not right now because I am I am busy. Well, yeah, and that's kind of like the one thing I don't like about Bluey is that it's pretty unrealistic. Now I'm now it's dogs. Okay, I get that part, <laughs> but I mean like you know, did they're always present and playing, and that's great. But it's like I work from home two days a week, so when she, I mean she, because she comes hauling in and is like asking me for cookies, and like she's like, and so she roars right when she wants something. Like how she gets our attention since she's nonverbal is she roars because she used to sign, and if I can't see her, she would cry. So I was ignoring her. So we did, we were like, you have to, you have to make sounds so I know to look. And so roaring is what we went with. And it's hilarious. But um, when you're on the phone with a brand new customer who doesn't know you and that's what they hear, like you get a little worried um, because I wouldn't get up and get her cookies. I was on the phone. Like I couldn't just say, hey, I'm sorry, Mr. New Customer. I have to go get my daughter cookies before she roars at me. Although I will say it was pretty awesome because she did roar right in my face. And I stopped mid sentence because I was like, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, to, to tackle this, yeah. what just happened. And, uh, so I started to say, I'm sorry. And he goes, did somebody just roar at you? And I was like, um, y- yeah. So my daughter wants cookies. I'm working from home today. Um, she's nonverbal. So when she wants something, she roars. That's what we, we taught her. Like, to get our attention. He goes, that's the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard. I'm like, Oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, we had to think outside the box and a lot of that started from whenever she was sitting in the car seat behind us. But yeah, you know, we watch bluey and like, it's like the parents are always playing and I have to tell her like, and I like, you know, I shush her or like let her know I'm on the phone or give me a second. Mommy's typing this email or working doing fractions and math here. I need just a second. Let me finish this. And then we can get up and I'll cut you up apples or watermelon or whatever it is you need. And she doesn't quite get that. She's very used to getting immediate attention or she's not used to it. She just demands it. She never gets it. I don't, she hasn't caught on yet. Well, I think in all children, if even if it's bad attention, yeah. You know, so I feel like a lot of kids, you know, like act out because that's the only way that they can get us to react. Oh, well, she does it. And yeah. well, and so she can say mama. That's the only because she can make those sounds. Like she can't make any other sounds really, but she goes, she says, and Chewbacca, the Chewbacca sound. It's awesome, by the way. <laughs> if y'all ever get the opportunity to hear it, I highly suggest it. Um, but so she, she says mama. And if you don't do exactly what she says, she goes, mama, mama, mama. And she calls everybody mama. Because she knows everybody responds to it. That's not how it used to be. But she, you know, it's funny. Uh, Jay says, he's like, yeah, he's like, it's awesome whenever I go to the grocery store and I take her with me. And she's like, mama, mama, mama. <laughs> and he's like, people either think that she's confused or that she really doesn't like me. <laughs> but like, she will, I mean, she'll call a stranger mama if that's what, if that it's will get her, her yeah, if that's what gets her attention. Yeah. She has found that that gets more attention than roaring. But like roar, like roar once for yes, twice for no. Uh, that one's like when she's across from like, do you want crackers or do you want pretzels or whatever? And like roar once for crackers or once for yes, twice for no or whatever the scenario is. And she'll go, ah, ah. <laughs> I love doing that to her from across the room. Like when I can't see her. So, but either way, I digress.
well. I think, uh, I think that was pretty good. I think so too. One. I think so. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think we covered, you know, quite quite a bit of territory there. I think that everybody's got a good idea of our origin stories and where, like, the type of people we are, the type of moms yeah. we are. Yeah, where we stand as parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. So, I think that's good. Uh, wow. Okay. I can't believe that we're trying to do this. I know. We've been yeah. working on this for a very long time. Yep. So. Well, we're excited to do more episodes. We're excited to dive into, you know, some deeper issues, and um, we're more than happy to get any sort of feedback that you have. Absolutely. Um, like I said, we're just starting out. We're trying to figure out how everything works and goes. Um, we want to know what kind of people are um, tuning in and, you know, listening. So. Yeah, send us your stories if you got good ones. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you have any questions or if you want to leave any feedback, comments, whatever, um, you can reach us via email at allmom.nopros at gmail.com. And uh, we're going to push for weekly weekly episodes yep. and getting those out. And uh, yeah, let us know what you have thoughts. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, until next time. Bye. Bye.